What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another business breakthrough. I sit down with John Schaefer. He is a new residential business owner. He was a partner in a new construction company, and he's trying to transition everything to residential, which you guys maybe have heard me say it's a completely different ball game. So in this episode, we discuss some sales principles that are going to help him really, really get a good uh, get a good step forward on growing his business, getting his name out there, but more importantly, helping him get uncomfortable. And I think that this is a really good episode if you are struggling with getting, you know, getting your closing ratio up, selling jobs more consistently, and handling objections. So that this is absolutely one of my most passionate topics. So I think you're going to really, really get uh, some good information out of this one. Thanks for listening, guys. Enjoy the episode. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right. They're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener. It's so much better. And that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time. And that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat. And that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Business Breakthrough. I'm here with John Schaefer. And we are here really just kind of diving into the beginning stages of him starting a residential painting business. You were originally in, well, I would say general contracting, remodeling. Was that kind of where you're coming from, John? Yeah, mostly general contracting, uh, new construction type of painting. Okay, so, so that was more, but you were in the painting business. but Yes, not absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So the yeah. focus, I think, of our talk today would really just kind of, I think, being, being, helping you be a little more strategic and outlining the differences. Um, and there's a lot of differences. I always tell everybody that what you did and what you're doing now is two different businesses. Obviously, you know that, but I just want to yeah. reiterate it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, so let's just kind of break down the uh, the housekeeping items here. So, do you have any employees working for you right now? Uh, yeah, I have one employee at the moment. Okay, and he's a, he's an employee. He's not a contractor. He's he's working for your company. Uh, it's actually she. She. Um, and yeah, she's working. I mean, for my company. Not she's not contracted with me. Okay, that's good. Okay, and what's her role? I mean, how skilled is she? Is this somebody that you plan on letting run a job, or what is your plan for this person? Yeah, eventually. I mean, right now her skill level is just she's an amazing painter. You know, real high quality. Right. Um, I, I mean, my overall goal with her is to groom her into a project manager position. Let's, that's great. But we're, we're a ways out from that still. Well, that'll be your that's, role for right now. I mean, and that's yeah, kind of what, yeah. that's kind of what I was hoping to hear is that what you just told me is something that 75% of individuals starting out in your position have trouble finding, which is that individual that you uh, that you, that you have, and that's, that's a huge benefit. So I think that's, right. you're off on the right foot right there. And I think, um, I'm very big on, you know, right now in your business, you have a vision for where yeah. you want this business to go, what you want to accomplish. You just told me what you think of her and, and what you believe that her abilities and capabilities will deliver her in terms of a new position. Have you shared that with her yet? Or is this something that you're kind of just Oh, planning? Absolutely. Good. No, it's something something we've mm. talked about. I've told her Love that it. you know, tried to lay out my ultimate goal for where I'd like to see her with the company in the future. I love everything that you're saying right now because that's a huge thing, man. I think that people um, hold their visions to themselves and 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 not just kind oh, of nah. just yeah, nah. And, and not me. You, do, you need people to buy into it. So you can't right. get somebody to buy into a vision that they can't they can't believe uh, in them, in, in themselves. So that's great. So you have a direction you're heading in with this individual. So awesome. Um, the next, you know, the next thing is what do you want your system to look like? Okay. And this is a, a really important topic. So let me first tell you what my system looks like. You tell me if this is in line with what you're thinking. So I have four individuals that work on every job. Now in the beginning, it might be a little bit challenging to staff four people outside of yourself um, mm -hmm. it'd be a pretty big undertaking, especially cause you're just starting out. Um, so I think that a good benchmark would be, uh, you as the project manager, uh, this female that you're, you're describing as what we call a crew leader. And then what you want to look for is a helper. So it would be you three together. What do you think about that system right there? 
Yeah, I, that's absolutely my next step um, is moving into finding somebody that works directly with her um, right. that, that becomes part of, of the crew. So yeah. that's absolutely, that's, it's probably goal three on my list right now. It's finding yeah, that I, person. I would say this, you I know. would say that it should move up to, in my, in my personal opinion, it should move up to goal one because my thing is, is that you should be hiring before you actually need to hire so right. you can acquire right. and really take your time. The last thing you want is, I know you're going to sell jobs. The way that you come across, you're professional, you're eager to learn, you want to be successful. That's going to resonate with customers, especially when you're being compared. I know that you and I have spoken before your competition isn't very stiff. So the idea that you're not, you're going to get jobs is, is yeah. I'm just going to say you're, you're going to get jobs, right? That's easy. It's just a matter of like, just confidently preparing for that. And the helper role um, is, is a really important role. And it's not just a helper. It's somebody that you, you know, this girl's personality, right? This project, potential project yeah. manager, you got to make sure that you're spending time finding somebody that's going to mesh with that personality. She could be, yeah. she could be like a lady boss. You know, she could, you know, I don't know what her personality is like, but ultimately everyone has different personalities they mesh with. So that's my opinion is start forming that team immediately. You may not hire somebody this week, but you'll have a queue right. of individuals that have applied. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So, so there's always are, that concern. What, so of, what else is on your goal list? What else is on your goal list? Um, I mean, my first, if we're just talking smaller goals right now, my first, my first big goal is lead generation that okay. I'm trying to sort myself through right now. My role with my last company wasn't so much in generating leads and sales. You know, I was more project manager position, boots on the ground. Right. Um, and my business partner was the guy that took care of that. So, and in construction, it's a whole, it's a totally different ball game when it comes to right. lead generation. It's more about right. networking and who, you know, and finding the, the, the project. So my number one goal right now is figuring out what is the best way for a residential company that I want to build. What's the best way to, to generate leads. Um, Let's talk about got, it. I got kind of one of these. <laughs> yeah, that's good, man. This is my favorite, absolute favorite topic. You know that I showed you, uh, we did a demo of drip jobs. You know that yeah. I love leads in terms of being yeah. able to uh, nurture them, acquire them as customers, and then, you know, fulfill the promise of the sales. Like, so we have right. to first understand the different types of leads and leads are categorized by level of motivation. Okay. So that's really, really important. So, you know, right. you have different types of leads, so it would be very ignorant for us to just say, leads you know so you have leads based off of need okay so let's start with the highest level need is a lead that submits their information to a couple different areas right so they actually physically type in their information into a lead generation company like home advisor angie's list okay and essentially the buying the buying mentality is i've recognized that i need the service I've already assigned a budget to the service unless I'm ignorant and I need somebody to come tell me what it's going to cost. At the very least, I am ready for somebody to knock on my door. Okay. Right. That's the highest level of motivation. Now, when we get there, we're going to find out the sub motivation. My wife wants it done. There's cracks on the wall. I want to change the color. That's that's we'll find that out later. But right now there's this, there's this desire that, they, they have accepted that they want somebody to knock on their door, right? So you get those leads from HomeAdvisor, Angie's List, Thumbtack, Craftjack, all the lead generation companies, right? Right. And you'll get them from your website, right? So if they, they, if they search for uh, a painting contractor in your area and your website is, is good enough to be ranked as one of the higher uh, rankings, they will come to you there. Now, you're early on in your business, so you probably have no reviews, if not maybe a couple you don't really have, maybe, I don't even know if you have a website yet. Um, you know, I do. Least, yeah. you do. Okay. So, yeah. um, so you have that, but ultimately, you know, when people fill out their information on that website, you have to build a lot of trust on that website before they say, right. you know what, I am going to submit my information on this website. The website looks like it was made in, you know, the, the early 1900s, you know, they're going to think <laughs> I'm never going to hear back from this guy. And then 
I gave them my address and I don't know if he's going to, you know, come to my house at night, you know? So, right. You know, yeah. So, so, so right where I'm getting at is the highest level of motivation is from these lead generation companies. And I want you to understand this. So when you buy these leads, you understand what, what, what your, what game you're playing. Okay. These people have been marketed to by these guys to say, Hey, we know that contractors suck, but we've assembled a trusted group of contractors and we will facilitate the information that you give us to them. And we guarantee you that you will get screened and approved contractors calling you to do the work for you. Okay. This is a result of a market that has been damaged by poor workmanship. Okay. Right. So this is, you know, so, so it's becoming more and more prevalent, right? I mean, oh, yeah. there's nothing. It's no denying it. So it's, and we can be contractors and say, Oh, I don't want to play that game. I don't, I don't want to pay money for leads. Fine. Don't play it. And you're going to miss out on, you know, the, where the market's going. Okay. So let's just go to motivation. That's the number one motivation, right? Number two is when you identify the need out of somebody through your own marketing channels and abilities. Okay. So let's say you go on Facebook and you put out an ad or you do a before and after picture. Okay. And somebody's scrolling on Facebook and they say, wow, that looks good. I, I, I want to get my house painted. I wonder what that would be. So you created the motivation there. You understand? Right. A little bit different. A little bit different. Yeah. So Facebook and door knocking are the same, right? So if you knock on someone's door and you show them pictures of the houses you've done, or you've explained to them, Hey, you know, you should get your house painted. We paint houses. That's like, that's that level of need right there. And then I would say, uh, we'd also find Google searches in uh, the one as well. We're home advisor, Angela. That's why I said your website, like Google searches. So if you go on Google and you're like, I need a house painter again, that that's, I just want to make sure that we place that in that category. So let's just start with those two right there. Right. So obviously number one is going to be the most expensive, right? Because right. the need is highest and that the way these companies identify that need is based off the questions that they ask and the answers that they get. And then they charge you based off of those answers. So if somebody in the, in that small questionnaire says, I want to get the job done immediately, you're going to pay more than if somebody said, I'm just planning and budgeting right now. Right. So that's the way that they charge you. Okay. So ultimately you're going to pay a lot of money, but in the beginning, you don't have to waste your time creating campaigns on Facebook and knocking right. on doors and going to network events and like that would be number three, networking and um, networking and like soft marketing, which would be like dropping off cookies after you do houses and, you know, just passing out business cards. That's number three. So let me reiterate and then we'll dive in. So we have, you know, lead generation companies and your website, Google uh, traffic, right? Those are the highest level need. Two is Facebook. Um, then we got Facebook and number two, door knocking and like canvassing like that. That's going to be number two because you're generating the interest or they're kind of interested, but they're not committed. And then number three is that, that networking that you discuss BNI, uh, realtors, like all that stuff. Okay. So, so again, one is the most expensive. Three is the cheapest. One doesn't take as long. Three takes the longest. You understand? Right. Yeah. You need number one right now you need number one so you can start learning your systems and your process you don't have time to go sit and network and wait for people to refer you and wait for you know like you can't wait the feedback loops too long you need people that are that need the job done immediately people that are moving in people that have seen that their house is like falling apart and they need a painter to come in and, and clean it up um, like you need those people so you got to be where the need is so these right. are just the marketing principles that I want to give you. And I have some really, really good news for you, dude. You ready for the oh, good news? I like news? good news. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to help you. Okay. So when I, when I hear your situation, your strength right now is production. And that's great. I didn't have that strength when I started my business. My strength was sales. I came from a sales background. Okay. Your strength is production, right? Perfect. We're, we're even. We can still get to the same destination because we don't have to learn marketing right? You don't have to learn marketing. The right. companies that are doing this for you are doing it for you. You understand? Like you just yeah. got to pay the money. So <laughs> for me, that's what I did. I didn't know. I didn't know how to get my name out there. I had no clue. Right. And I, I knocked on 20 doors, you know, because I come from a, I come from a life insurance background. So when we needed work, what did we do? We went and knocked on doors. And so right. for me, I'm like, well, I mean, I, I had somewhat success. I knew that I'd get my face 
you know, the door slammed on my face a couple times, but if I knocked on enough doors, somebody would say yes. So I did right. that when I started my painting business. I'm like, I'm not doing this. This is ridiculous. Like <laughs> I just got in the car and I'm like, I got to figure something else out. So I signed right. up with one of these companies and, and I was like, Oh, nice. A lead. Cool. Well, I do know from my life insurance background. Now that's where sales kicks in. Right? So once right. you get that lead, now you're in the sales game. Okay. That you can, that you can, that I, you can be taught and that you can learn. Now, marketing changes all the time, right? It's changing now, you know, with lead generation and all these things, like it's constantly changing. That's how the people make buying decisions. That's harder to learn and master. You know, Facebook can come out with a new update and next thing you know, you can't market to certain people anymore. So you have to learn a different right. way, right? So sales, the principles never change. That's what's cool. Just like production, the principles never change. So I knew that I could learn production because the principles never change. Right. You know, they're not going to change. They're, they're, they're like, a, it's like a law. Like, all right, well, if you, if you pour the paint can over, it's going to pour out. So, you know, right. don't do that. <laughs> now with sales, if you don't call a lead, guess what? They're not going to hire you. Right. Right. If you wait longer to call the lead. Guess what? Their motivation drops. If you wait longer to call a lead, somebody else is going to get in there and maybe sell them the job and you're going to miss out on the money. Do you see what I'm saying? So, so yeah. what I want you to focus on, all right, is your sales because marketing can be done for you by these lead generation companies. You get a nice website, maybe you spend some money on Google. Okay. Marketing is done, right? Marketing is just generating interest and getting that information into your hands. That's it. Now, right. as your company grows, now you can go into the number two bucket. You can start doing light Facebook ads, a little bit cheaper, looking at that marketing budget. And then number three, you could go into BNI, a local networking group, realtors, your, 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 your business cards are going to be everywhere, you know, and, and you have the luxury of having that brand, your, your reviews. Like for us, we have over a hundred and almost 110 reviews on Google, which is 60% higher than the the next competitor okay by default we're just ranked number one on google when you search for a painter in this area i don't have to pay a dollar for it okay yeah so and people call us off of that all the time so so again like that'll come in time but you're in the startup phase right now so so okay so let's get marketing out of the way right so let's transition into sales and before i go there any any major questions come up no um Sales is kind of an area of, of, I don't know what I don't know, you know, because okay. it's not something I have tackled to a large extent. Um, right. Any type of sales I've ever done has been small up sales, like on the job. Oh, well, right. you know, this paint here, but gosh, if we got you into this paint here, you know, yeah. we and, could... and you probably were very successful at that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you I know, know my paints. I know how to sell well, a paint. Not that. You know why? It's because you came across very genuine. You were yourself. You, right. you know, don't think that just because the just because we're selling, we can't be ourselves. That's right. really a big thing. Like we, like yeah, you should probably maybe upgrade to emerald here, just because it's going to last a, a lot longer. People right. probably never told you no. Like I could tell right now just by just yeah. seeing you do that. It's very <laughs> rare. Okay, so take what you're good at sales. It's just. What you again, you don't know what you don't know. And I think that there is a little bit of aggression and not not in a in a bad way, but I mean when you are the business owner, you don't have the you don't have the the luxury of hearing no. So like you need yeses. Right. Um, so there's a way to kind of do that to where you could still be yourself and give as much knowledge and information and make people feel trusted, but you have to understand that these people that you're doing this with have already have already committed to paying money to your company. So it's easy for them to add money. Right. So if you're in a, if you're in a grocery store you, and you put like 10 things in your cart and then right when you get to the checkout line, you know, John's there and saying, Hey, you should add this little bit of paint. Cause it's going to, you know, I'm just giving you an analogy. Right. Hey, all right, whatever, John, throw it in the cart. Right. So, so that it's a little bit easier. Right. So, but, but in the beginning, you got to get people into the store, right? That's the marketing. And then you got to sell them on adding things into their cart. Okay. So right. let's talk about that. So the first thing is, is that let's say you get a lead from one of these places. Okay. 
The major thing that I want to first hit on is that I know I showed you drip jobs. This is not a spot for drip jobs. I just want you to know that this is why this app was created and what I use in my business to help me because I can't compete, you know, unless I have these things in place. And whenever right. a lead comes in to me, drip jobs fires out a text message and an email right away, right? From right. my company within seconds. Okay. Because I know that they're getting other contractors contacting them. So I definitely want to be first and it's automated. So they can't compete with me. There's no way. So right. yeah. And then, and then they book, a, they click a link and then they, and they schedule us. Now there are going to be people that get that text message, get that email. And for whatever reason, they don't move forward, which at first I was baffled by. I'm like, what do you mean? You don't, you don't want an estimate. You requested it, dude. The people and the responses that you're going to get are so far out that you're just going to be like, I, don't, I can't believe it. But they'll be like, oh, well, you know, I was just clicking on the internet. I wasn't sure um, that I wanted. I just thought I'd get a price. Like I thought it was going to give me a price. Like, so you've got to say, wait, you have to know the game and then you have to create a solution. So when people tell me that, I say, oh, no, no problem. What we do is we give a free quote, no matter what, it'll just take 30 minutes. I have Wednesday available at two o'clock. I'm going to be in your area. Does that work okay for you, Ms. Jones? Even if she tells you what I, the example I gave you, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you've got to be the liaison. Like you've got to take them by the hand. Like even people that have, um, this is the main point here. Even people that have requested quotes from you which is crazy, but it happens. So you got to, yeah. that's sales right there. It's saying, okay, Miss Jones, listen, I know you just thought you were going to get a price. Every house is different. I'd like to just see your house two o'clock on Tuesday. It'll be 30 minutes. You can stay inside if you want, you know, but, but then it's that, that's the first commitment. That's getting her to come to the store. Right. Right. And right. then now when you're there, she might pop outside and Miss Jones, I have a question here. Did you know that, did you know that there's some cracking happening right here? Oh, I, I didn't see that. Well, Miss Jones, I, I don't want to be a little too forward here. I know you were just looking for a price, but that already has water damage. And the longer that sits there, the greater your problem is going to be. Right. So it's like, so once you get them in the door, you can, you could sell them on your services, create urgency and, and go from there. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's kind of how yeah. we would, we would, we would nurture the, the leads. That's lead nurturing. So if you spend money on leads, okay, you want to get your money back as quickly as possible. Absolutely. Yeah. So have you done some estimates yet? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what have I done? Nine estimates so far landed three jobs. So nice. I mean, yeah, 30, 30, 30%. Yeah. Yeah. That's not bad. So, uh, what so challenges yeah, have you ran into Did you have somebody that you did an estimate to where you thought, man, I, I thought I was going to get that one. Um, yeah, yeah, actually there was a guy that I went and did an estimate on and I mean, he and I were clicking, clicking. You know, <laughs> great conversation. <laughs> he liked, I, you know, ideas I had and, um, and I felt my estimate was on point, you know, and I put it all together on the table for him right then and there, you know, and got it. it. Well, I'll get in touch. And what did, what did you say when he said, I'll get in touch with you? I think I said, okay, well, thanks for your time. Because gotcha. yeah, and, and, <laughs> I and, didn't know what to do. I yeah, felt rejected. I love that. Like... Oh, man, this is my favorite right here because <laughs> I have, look, you earned it, right? So you, 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 first you greeted the customer. You've built some trust. You've built some rapport. You've, you've made a friend, it sounds like, as we're going back and forth. He knows that you were the guy. He, you're a great guy. You're going to do a great job. We all know this, right? So when he right. saw your price, everything changed, right? Because he had an idea of what he was going to spend on that job. That makes sense. Does that make sense? Like he yeah. thought, and, 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 and look, educated buyers, which are the good customers we want because they have money because they're not stupid with their money. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Educated buyers don't go into any buying decision without an idea at least of what they want to spend. And when right. somebody comes to them and tells them they're wrong, they have to, whoa, 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 what do you mean I'm wrong? My entire life, I've been right. I'm always right. But this guy's <laughs> telling me I'm wrong. Yeah. I've been buying things for 50 years. And now you're telling me that I'm wrong? What did you come in at? What was the price? 
Um, you ballpark it. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was. It wasn't a full paint. It was somewhere in the, somewhere just shy of of three, uh, somewhere in there between twenty five hundred and three thousand. So, okay, so let's say it was. Let's say let's say it was uh, twenty nine fifty. Okay, just for the sake of our, I'm going to teach you something right here. You're going to use and it's going to help. Okay, so if I were the, if I were you, I'm going to act like you're the guy. Right. And the first thing I need to know before we dive into this short role play, when you calculated that price, did you calculate it based off of a certain profit margin? I know you job cost. So did you did you margin that out? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And what was that profit margin? Um, it was close to 50. I think 46 was where I added that. 46%. If, if everything goes well into plan, you were at 46%. I'm going to say it was at 29.50. Now, let me ask you, okay, would you accept the job at 42%? Oh, yeah. Absolutely, right? Yeah. So let's say that 42% is 2750 okay, 42%, all right? Now, let me ask you this. If the kids had no food and your, your project manager or whoever has kids just, just, you know, they're like, hey, John, we need to work, man. Would you take right. the job at 35%? Yep. All right, cool. All right, so that being said, now we have three prices. <laughs> we have twenty nine fifty. That's the highball price. We have twenty seven fifty. Okay, and we have twenty five hundred. Now, some people might say, Tanner, that's immoral. Well, this is business, and it's not about being immoral. It's about supply and it's about demand. That's what it's. Right. That's all it. That's all it comes down to. Our job as business owners is to maximize. That's it. We have to maximize yeah. our resources. That is your job as a business owner. If you narrow down my, I'm a business owner. My one responsibility is maximize my resources. That's it. Okay. So if I have no work, I need to make sure that my, my resources have work. So I right. might break even on a job. If there's nothing, I'll sell a job yeah. for 0% margin. As long as my guys have work for the week until I can find more. Guess what happens Absolutely. when we have more? That price is going up. Okay. Right. So that's our job. Maximize resources. So. With that being said, you needed a job. This guy was the ideal customer. You like the job type. You want the job. So you go to this guy. Now tell me, John, that you're going to think about it and you'll get back to me. Uh, yeah, let me let me think about it. And I'll, I'll, I'll get a hold of you. Oh, well, well, before I go, you know, normally, and I'll be honest with you, John. Whenever I hear that, it usually has to do something with my price. Now, I don't. Don't know if that's the case, but I, I'm just curious. Did you have a budget in mind for for this project? Play long. Yep. Yep. May I ask what that budget was, John? Uh, you know, I, I was I was coming closer to the the two thousand range, honestly. Two grand. Now, before I go, I just have to ask this question. I'm surprised I didn't ask it to you before. Have you ever hired a painting contractor before? No. No. You haven't. Okay. So, and I, I assume, you know, me and you chopped up a lot about you, you're doing a lot of work around the house. I assume that you see this job as something you probably do yourself and you've done painting your whole life by yourself. And I understand that. I want to kind of give you an idea of where our price comes in at and just some things that I just want you to know that goes on behind the scenes to make this engine run. Do you have a second? Could I share that with you? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So one thing that I want to share with you is that we do everything by the book and you being somebody, I can tell you have a beautiful home and you told me that you owned a business early on in your life. You can appreciate that. Am I right? Yeah, absolutely. You and I both know that paying taxes and workers comp and all that stuff adds up pretty quick. Would you agree? Yeah, it definitely adds up. Yeah. And one thing about me, John, is that I'm, I'm not a hands-on owner and you might think, well, that's, that's, that's different. Well, it's a good thing because you know, the one number one problem with contractors is John. Nope. Lack of communication. So the good news is that I'm going to be fully hands-on with you in terms of being here to make sure the project is going well. I won't be painting the project, but I'm going to be supervising the project, John. And I'm going to make sure that I call you every single day to make sure this job is exactly the way I described it's going to be on this piece of paper. How's that sound? Pretty good? That does sound good. Awesome, man. So listen, I think we built some good rapport. I'll be honest with you, man. You know, I'd like to say that I take every job, but I pick and choose my jobs. And, and I think you'd be an ideal customer for us. And the last thing I would want, John, is for you to feel like, you know, we're pricing you out of the water. But again, like I said, to make this engine run, we've got to be at a certain price point. Now, I'm at 
And I'd like to see if, you know, if, if I give you a really good deal, would you allow me to earn your business today? Yeah, I think we could do that. Okay. So here's what I'm going to do. John, I'm going to do this job for $27.50 and we'll take care of this job. And I'm going to circle that here for you, John. And what do you think? How's that sound? It sounds better. <laughs> better. Okay, John. Well, you wanted to be at two grand and I'm at $27.50. Okay. Now there's something missing here. And I, I kind of want to know, have you gotten any other quotes? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've got okay. some other quotes. What were some things you liked about those other quotes, John? Uh, really, for the most part, it comes down to the price. It comes yeah, down uh, to the price? Well, a lot of guys are coming in cheaper. Sure. And let me ask you, I mean, if you had your ideal painting scenario, what's most important to you? Uh, I, I think time and quality. Price. Time and quality, right? Yeah. So let me ask you this. The other contractors, are, are they working alone or do they have a team with them? Uh, they're all mostly solo. Mostly solo, John. This is where I, I think that you're really going to appreciate us. We come in with a team of three. Now, you might think, again, well, why is that important? Well, it's very important if time and efficiency is your number one motivating factor for buying. And with that being said, John, that costs money. So, listen, I know that you want to be at two grand, and I know that you might have got a quote from, from two grand, but I have a team to pay for, John. And if you want efficiency and you want quality, again, that, that's going to cost some money, and that's money that I have to pay to make sure that you receive. So, you know, at the very least, John, I'm going to give you one more offer, man. And this isn't because I want to barter with you. This is because I really want to earn your business. And this is the last offer I can give you, man. Unfortunately, it just won't work out otherwise. If I give you uh, the job for $2,500. Would you allow me to earn your business today? Yeah, we can do that. All right. So, so you know, at the end of the day, you're going to go through that scenario. And you got to practice that, man. You just, you're just, it's fluid sales. Like, you got to find that thing. Like I, I, you know, and I appreciate the challenge because it was kind of like, I would have known your motivation ahead of time. Right. If I was your customer, like right. if I was your contractor, I would have found out that speed and, and efficiency is your motivating factor. I would have found that out early on. And I would have used that without asking you. And then I would have right. built value. Like, so the first thing is, is like, you have to understand where's he getting that two grand from. Right. Like right. where the heck did you come up with that? Are you a painting contractor, John? Not you, the guy, you know, it's like, how right. do you know it's going to be two grand? Where, where'd you come up with that? Right. So we got to find out what that, what that is and how we got it. So first thing I asked, remember what I asked is, have you ever hired a, a house painting contractor before? Right. So if he did, okay. You want to find out what type of experience it was. So you know who you're being compared to. Right. Right. That's good so point. If it was, yeah. yeah. If it was a, if it was a garbage experience and, right. and you know, the guys, you know, say, Oh, how'd that, how'd that experience go for you? And they'll be honest. They can't wait to tell another contractor how bad another contractor was. Everybody does it, <laughs> right. yeah. you know? So I'm like, so we'd be like, man, it's called it horrible, man. They, they didn't show up on time. So in my head, I'm locking. Okay. He does not like when people are late. I'm going to use that. Um, he's like, well, the product they used, I, I think they watered it down. So he's afraid of contractors being immoral. Okay. So, um, and you know, I just couldn't even get a hold of him. So communication, these are all his pain points. Right. And what right. happens is I'm going to link those pain points to the cheap job he paid for. Okay. So at the end of the day, he's telling me all the reasons why he paid such a cheap price and has this cheap idea of what this job's going to cost. So I don't have to dilly around and try to create my own reasons for him to pay more. I'm going to use his reasons. He told me. Them. Right. right. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, absolutely. So, so, you know, be like Tanner, they weren't on time. I think the paint was watered down and, and I couldn't get a hold of them. Right. So when he tells me that budget, I say, well, John, one thing about us. Okay. Is that we actually use a time tracking app to make sure that our teammates are on time and I check it every morning. And then we have a project manager that'll be here to hold any crew members accountable. If they are running late, you know, we give a little bit of a buffer. We're not perfect, but every team member will be on site at eight o'clock in the morning. Okay. That's one thing you don't have to worry about us. Cha-ching. He's up from two grand to 2,200. I'll pay 200 bucks for that. Okay. Um, well, the, you know, one thing I'll say is that I, I can't, I can't even begin to describe how, bad I feel that you feel that your paint was watered down. I mean, to be honest, John paints $30 a gallon. So, I mean, it couldn't have been that much that they were trying to skimp away from me. And I'll be honest, we work in premium paint with 
your price. So there's, you're getting exactly what, you know, and I'll even tell you how many gallons we're getting. Cause I want you to know, I'll, I'll do full transparency. I will even open up these gallons in front of you because I know that that's something that you dealt with before. And I want to change the way you see contractors. If anything, cha-ching 250 more, he's at 2450 at this point. He's like, <laughs> okay, I'll pay 250. <laughs> All right. And then communication, right? And John, by now, you know that we communicate well. I answered the call right away when you called. I was on time when I was here. Hopefully I've done a good job describing how we're going to do this job, John. Um, and, and one thing that I'll tell you is that even when the job's going on, you get a call from me first thing in the morning to make sure, you know, everything's okay. And I'll call you at the end of the day. Or if you're on site, I will be here in the morning and I'll be here at the end of the day. And you're describing what that's going to look like for John. So he's like, cha-ching, 2750, right? <laughs> so, right. so see what I mean? So, and, and all that we're doing is we're closing the gap, right? So the first thing is the, the idea of what he thinks he's going to pay, right? And then your price of what you want him to pay. And there's a gap in between. Okay. How do you, how do you close a thousand dollar gap? You build value. And how do you build value? You have to know what's valuable to somebody. And how do you know what's valuable to somebody? You ask. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So hang in there. You know, there's going to be people that you might go through this with. You might say, you might try to press, you might ask these questions and you might fall on your face. You might come out weird. It might, you know, you might not, they might be like, no, no, no. And, and that's fine. Okay. Right. It's going to happen. And I don't have a hundred percent closing ratio, but I get better every time. And more importantly, I increase my chances every time because if you just leave on the first no, like you're missing out on all of those people that needed one more no. And, you know, dude, you know how many times I've been so surprised by how far away I was from earning someone's business? I would come in on a job at 5,100 and then lower it to 4,850 and I'd get the job. And I'd leave yeah. that job. I'd leave that estimate being like, Dude, I could have left and I was only 300 bucks away from getting that estimate. I mean, I was crazy. Yeah. Right. Like, right. So many times that happened to me, dude. And I'm like, right. wow. You know, so once it happens to you one time, then you're 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 sold on that, on that. Right. And if a job's worth it, there's 300 bucks in there that you can squeeze out for sure. For you sure. know. So. Sure. That's why it's important. You're a numbers guy, bro. So that's why I was it, yeah. this was fun to do with you because I know that you're not far away. Some people don't even know their numbers with margins. And I'm thinking like, you can run a very, very profitable house painting business on 30%. We're shooting right. 50, 45 and 40, just cause we tout ourselves as, you know, premium, which I, you know, I'm, I'm the same way, you know, I get it, right. you know, but, right. but at the end of the day, if there's nothing in the pipeline, we'll go to 25%, just, you know, just get the ball rolling. Yep. You know, yep. I started January, bro. I started January with nothing, dude. I had I don't know what it was. Like I, I mentioned this a couple of times. There was just nothing. I don't know what, what was going on with people. First of all, first December I was planning. I already saw it coming. I know my business enough to know you got to hustle now, like get the schedule going. Yeah. And then now all of February's filled. We filled January, all of February's filled. Now, now that February's filled, I'm three weeks out. So what do I do by default now? Raise the prices. Yeah, that makes sense. Because if I because if, if the prices are too low, you'll get too many yeses and they'll have to wait too long. Right. And some people right. you can't even get to anyway because they need it done quickly. But if somebody's willing to pay premium pricing, I'll move a job at 40% and place somebody who's moving into their house that I know is a is a huge hit at right. 60%. I'll move that I'll I'll maneuver the schedule to make that happen to maximize the week. Okay. But, right. You know, that's a little bit deeper in terms of kind of the way that you can maneuver your schedule, but it really all comes down to margins. And when you get that sales is sales can be very simple. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we covered, just, uh, we covered, what was that? Do you have a question? Uh, I think I was saying something, but I forgot what that was. <laughs> Sorry, man. It's still morning. I'm still, you know, getting the caffeine in here. So yeah, I hear you, man. I hear you. And it's um, it's cold and snowy outside. It's harder to wake up. I hear you, man. So what's the schedule look like for you this week? You got anything lined up? Uh, I don't have anything job wise starting this week. I've got uh, two smaller jobs firing off next week. So my schedule this week is, uh, 
I'm doing, I'm, I mean, I'm going to get into lead generation service, like research and all that stuff, figure out where I want to start with that um, today. And then, then the rest of the week, I don't know. Yeah, I got you. So, <laughs> it's, you so, know, new business, it kind of starts, you're like, oh, I'm slammed today. And then, oh, I have nothing. I got you. But that's <laughs> your, your challenge as a, a new business owner on your own, right? So when you worked at your right. other job, you had accountability, right? You had a partner or you had somebody, did you have, were yeah. you an owner for that or were you a? Uh, uh, yeah, I, we were, I was an owner. We are a, a 50-50 partnership. So you had some sort of accountability. Like you were just yeah. like, hey, man, I'm doing this today. I'm doing this today. Like when you're on your own, you have no accountability. If you don't wake up and do things, it won't get done. It's like yeah. one of those things that like you've got to be self-disciplined to the point where you have that structure and schedule, what it is that you do. So um, you have one thing that stood out to me that you told me was that you've done nine estimates, three of them you closed. Okay. What's going on with those other six people? Have you followed up with anyone? Um, they, not all of them have been followed up with. One of them was just, uh, no, I, that, I'll be following up with them today. I tend to, I'm, my current structure is getting an email out 48 hours after, after a rejection, I guess, if you will, after I've, I've given them the bid and they haven't accepted right away. So, okay. Um, let me give you a better strategy. <laughs> I can see in your face. You're like, wow, ah, that's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I I'm all for automated emails or emails going out and that could be automated that and, and the email should just be building value, right? It should be explaining what your process it should be. The email should be reinforcing the things that you showcase to them because they don't really remember it all. Right. I mean, there's no right. way there's so much going on. They don't know what to expect. And like the emails are again, going to just reinforce value. Like if you're doing cabinet coding, you know, if you have drip jobs or you do some sort of automated email sequence, they should have a video with your cabinet coding process for them to see, oh, wow, that's nice. Or a team photo. Hey, this is our team. Meet our team. Like you can really build a lot of value instead of saying, hey, are you ready? Hey, are you ready? You want to hire right. us yet? You know, like you don't want to do that. So um, where I'm going with this is, is that if I give you a bid, right? If I come over to your house and, and you, and, and remember, you don't have to do this negotiation every time. I don't do that. If I know my price is what I want it to be. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not going to sit there and, ha and, and, and go down to 2750 or 2,500. That's only if I need the job. Right. I'm right. not, I'm not, I'm not going to just like, you know, if I want, if I really want the job, if it's like a four day interior and my margins would be 40% on four days, like totally, I'll get down to 40% to close it. But in some cases we do got to let that person get their estimates because some people will not move without getting more estimates. And we know that, like, you got to find out what type of person you're dealing with. They'll be like, Oh, no, nope, right. three estimates. I'm not, not, not doing anything until I get three estimates, you know? <laughs> you know, so, you know, you got to know. Right. So what I do is, is the next day I call anyone I've given an estimate to. Right. So I have a software right now, Joist that I use. That's an easy estimating and invoicing software. It'll be replaced by drip jobs once it's ready because you can do the same thing that I like about this. But what I like about it is you can see when people open your estimates, right? So if I give you a quote and I send it virtually, I can tell when you open it. It tells me. So what that means is I will call you the next day. I already know you've opened it. And I will say, hey, John, just reaching out to you. Did you have any questions on the proposal I sent over to you? Right? Or if you went in person. Hey, John, just reaching out to you. I just want to know if you wanted me to reiterate anything I went over yesterday. Did any questions come up overnight? Okay. That just opens up the door. It's either going to be yes right. or no. No, no questions. Oh, I'll wait right there for a sec. Yes, I have questions. You would answer those questions. If the answer is no, okay, no questions. Well, John, let me ask you. I mean, is there anything stopping you from moving forward with us? Right? Just as simple. That's fair. It's fair to ask. Anything stopping you? Right. Well, John, I'll be honest, the price is a little too high, right? So there you go. Now you have another opportunity to do exactly what we would have done in person. They, right. Some people won't tell you that the price is too high. It's uncomfortable for people to say, no, price is too high. I'm broke. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, you know, we're not broke, but price is too high. I can't afford it or I didn't budget for it or whatever the reason is. That's where you come in and now you have an opportunity to build value over the phone. Right. Right. Like, so, and then if the answer is yes, 
oh, I have a question. Well, this company said that they were going to do this. Well, if you didn't follow up, you may have never gotten a chance to compete with that company. Oh, well, Miss Jones, well, I understand that, but we're doing that too. Oh, you are? Yes. You know, like, so, because they may like you, but they might think, well, that company's doing something different. And I, I do want them to do that. And they're not going to call and say, John, are you doing this? Like, you know, it's like, so you have right. to be that person every single time to just either to just be present. Right. right. So that's day one. Okay. I'm going to call in two more days, whether they tell me they're getting estimates next week or not. Hey, Susan, it's John again. Now I'm just building a relationship right now. I'm just like, you know, cause this is, this is what a business owner does. Like you've got to sell jobs and you have to be present and you have to nurture people and you have to make friends and like, Hey, Susan Tanner, did, did, how did that other estimate go? Oh, it went okay. Um, yeah. I mean, Tanner, we're still leaning toward you. I think we got one more coming. Great. No problem. Do you mind if I call you back after that one? Oh, sure. No problem. Like, you know, so it's like, that's what, I, that's what I mean. So your day with these six people could be filled with calling every single one of them and asking if they have any questions, even if they told right. you no. Say, well, you know, I was just looking over the, the proposal here and I really want to earn your business. We will do such an amazing job for you. And I just had to ask, I mean, if I were to maybe sweeten this deal up a little bit, Mrs. Smith, would you allow me to earn your business today? And she right. might say, no, John, stop calling me. <laughs> <laughs> or she might say, well, I'm listening, you know? Right. And then, yeah. And then, you know, and then from there, dude, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> well, I was looking over the proposal, Ms. Smith, and, you know, I, I want to, I don't want to take anything away from the job. I don't want to take anything away from you. I, you know, normally we would say, well, we don't have to do this and then we'll give you this price. I want to give you everything because I know how important this project is to you. I know you told me that this is something you haven't done in 10 years, you know? So it's like, you're reiterating the things that they say are most important. You have to care enough to remember it. Like, right. first of all, you got to ask for it and then you got to care enough to remember what it is that was important to them. Well, you know, you said that it's been 10 years since you had it painted. It was, you know, it was your favorite color and the colors faded. And I want to restore that color back. And I want to be the one to do it. Cause this is why we're in business is to transform homes. I can do the job for whatever the amount is today. If you place a deposit today, we'll lock it in and then we'll get started on your free color consultation. You know, and it's like, you're kind of like, all right, let's get the money out of the way. And now let's get started on giving you more value than you're paying me. Cause that's what our business right. is. Right. So I know we got to do this uncomfortable money thing. Let's get that out of the way. And then now you're going to get your color consultation. We're going to come there. Like we're going to do all this amazing stuff for you and you're going to get exactly what you want. Right. You know, so you might be listening to this and thinking, this is a lot, but remember if you were to sit here and tell me about staining and new and all the stuff that, you know, I would be like, dude, this is a lot, but I would know that there's certain parameters, right? So eventually the more I do whatever you're teaching me to do, I'm going to learn. Right. The more practice you have at just trying one of these principles here and there, trying to get two no's, right? So don't ever leave another estimate without getting a second no, right? That's your, that's a really good thing that you can remember. That's going to keep this whole thing simple. Get right. to the second no, right? Get to the second no. Get to the second no. Now, again, if you want to, obviously you can listen to this again and kind of go through some of the word tracks. And I think you have the sales course that I put out. So yeah. a lot of this is in there. It's the same principles. You just have to get to the second no. And when you get to the second no, you're going to build this like confidence in you to just press forward a little bit. How do we get to the second no? We ask a question, right? And that question is either going to be, what was the budget, right? For the job or have you hired it? painting contractor before. Right. We want to always find out what the budget is. Always. Because everyone yeah. has one. Remember what I said? That's a, that's a law. Unless the person's yeah. ignorant and has never bought anything or care about budget and they say, oh, I had no clue. I mean, you had to understand, well, did you think it was going to be 50 grand? For the, right. <laughs> for <the job? laughs> so, all right, man. So those are some things I think are going to help you big time. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's definitely, definitely solid advice. It's a uh, sales is just a beast that I, it is. I got to figure out how to wrap my head around and how to make it something that's starts to come to me 
you know, second nature that it's just, here's another, here's another rule. If you're feeling uncomfortable, you're selling. Okay. That's, and and here's the thing. I can see that making sense. You have to back that up with honesty, integrity, doing the right thing, taking care of people, making sure that guess what? You believed in me. I'm going to deliver everything to you to the standard of which you believed in me to do. And there's some salespeople that care just about the money. I'm not like that. I will make sure I will, I will go paint. If something happens, like I'll be there, you know? So even if my team drops the ball, I'm coming, you know, because you gave me your money. That's how I operate. And it's, that's why we're successful is because we don't care about the money, but that's the game we need to play. Like, so right. I, don't get it. Yeah. I got to play the game. I got to maximize. I have to run a business that's profitable in order to, to, to live. So, right. you know, but come, it might feel uncomfortable to get into that second. No. And you might think am I being too forward here, but guess what? It's either going to be you or it's going to be somebody else. Make it, right. you. you know, make it you that's make it you make a, put a poster up on my wall that just says make it you make it you we need to tra- do we need to trademark that should that be something kind of, <laughs> kind of feels man. like it so man it was fun chatting with you bro hopefully i can connect with you again man and we'll uh I'll yeah, help you on your absolutely awesome. was, this, was this helpful for you yeah definitely definitely this definitely has my mind turning in some some better directions this morning so you're gonna make so. those you're gonna make those follow-up calls Yes, I am. Yep, that's first on my agenda now. And, and so. I want that message later that says you sold one because you. And now, what I want you to do ahead of time, though, don't just don't just pick up the phone, man. Look at the quotes, look at your right. margins, find out right. what the find out what that middle line price is going to be for each one, and then and then challenge yourself for each one. If if they say they don't have any questions, well, or or if they say it's a little too high, find out what that budget is, right. and then close the gap. Okay, like right. you did. We went from he, his budget was two grand. We got to 2,500, whatever. I'm still making 35% on to the next one, you know? Right. Yep. All right, man. Thanks so much for your time, bro. Yeah. Thank you too, Tanner. No problem. Hey, I just want to take a second to thank you for joining me here on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Um, I'm just going to take this opportunity to let you know that my passion is coaching people, helping people. Um, I've changed my Instagram name to at contractor coach. And I did that because that is my passion. I want to help you. So please reach out to me. If you have an issue going on in your business, send me an email, find me on Instagram, message me, and let's do a breakthrough session. I want to work through your problems in your business to help you get to that next level. And, and one thing that I always say is this, you know, the difference between those that get over the humps and the hurdles in business is just a change in perspective. And that's what I plan to offer you. So get with me, message me, allow me to help you take your business to the next level.